I like butter. Dave. Dave. No. Aren't these... Uh, no, none of this. We're testing it. None of it's okay, no matter what it is. I like cheese and butter. David. No. You're listening to The Dollop. This is a bi-weekly American history podcast. Each week, I read a story from American history, which is over to my friend, Gareth Reynolds. <laughs> Who has no idea what the topic is going to be about or what the hell is going on. God, you want a little hit of dude? I'll do one bottle. <laughs> people say this is funny? Not Gary Gareth. Dave, okay. Someone or something is tickling people. Is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tickling Podcast. Okay. You are Queen Fakie of Made Up Town. All hail Queen Shit of Liesville. A bunch of religious virgins go to mingle. And do what? Pray. Hi, Gary. No. Nicely done, my friend. No. No. <laughs> Uh, so welcome to the first post-American uh, dollop. We've, it's already dead? <laughs> yeah. I didn't see that. That wasn't on the news ticker. Yeah, yeah. It's wrapped up. Your news must be set to two years from I now. Get a, I get a future information newscast. Uh, you get future papers. Yeah, that's how I called the election. They're so expensive, but it's so handy. Oh, it's great. Future papers. Um, so uh, <laughs> we're not going to talk about it. Um I don't have any interest in talking about it. If you want to hear what I thought about it, you can go back to April when I called it uh, point for point uh, on episode 250 of Fofop. But I don't want to talk about it. I'm uh, not going to. I'm kind of done. I'm going to bail on social media now. I'm, uh, I'm I, don't, I think it is one of those things where you don't know what to say. So I mean, yeah. you know, no, it's crazy. Right. It Every, is. Everybody thinks they know the truth. Yeah. They're not listening to the people that um, actually called it. And those people are yelling at. So it's a it's the government a isn't listening process. to Tofop enough. No, the government is not listening. If to they Tofop. would listen to, they should do a GoFop. It's a it's a strange new time. Everyone enjoy it. You, we got we got um, we got our Huey. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> and look at my dog. It looks like a muppet. Isn't it great that they don't know the dogs? Like yeah, things dog. are the same. Dog My has, food's still good. Doug has no idea. No idea. Food's still good. I like outside still. Why are you down, Daddy? What happened in the real world? <laughs> More scotch? Why? Okay. Um, you were yelling. Um, I would just like to say a personal message. Sure. People are getting uh, threatened in the streets. People are being harassed. Um, it's, you're no, it's no longer acceptable to watch that and not do anything. Yeah, it is. It is unacceptable. If it happens as a group, you go after that person. Uh, those people need to be shut down. I agree. I think that's totally true. Okay. All right. Uh, no more watching. No more standing by. Okay. You know, everyone's on the front line. January seventeen oh eight. Okay. Mister William Hallett Jr. and his pregnant wife and their five children were murdered while they slept in their home in Newton, Long Island. This is a Started hot. This is this is the locker room, right? <laughs> this is aggressive, Started aggressive hot. words. Uh, two of his slaves were tried and found guilty. So, I mean, I'm just going to say he probably wasn't treating him well. You don't think? I mean, I find that that relationship was often pretty. You know, there's, it's problematic when you can't quit your job. Oh, uh, I mean, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good way of putting it. That is such a nightmare. Yeah. You can't quit. Just you can't fuck. quit your job. So what are you going to do? And you're like, fuck it. I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah. All right, let's wrap this shit up. Justifiable. 
They were then executed along with two alleged accomplices. Okay. Uh, the slave woman was burned, burned alive at the stake. Oh, God. The man was, quote, hung from a gibbet. Uh, I don't even know what that is. Okay. But it sounds terrible. Terrible. Uh, and placed, Sounds like a hobbit's cousin. Okay. He's hung from a gibbet and placed astride a bar of metal with a sharpened, sharpened edge in which condition he lived for some time. Wait, sorry. So he's hung from something, and then he's put right beside a very sharpened piece of metal. Okay. Also hanging beside him. And in a state of delirium, which ensued, believing himself to be on horseback... Oh, no. He would urge forward his animal with the frightful... I don't even know what that word is. Of a maniac, while the blood oozing from his lacerated flesh streamed from his feet to the ground. So... They put him up in this thing, and oh they hung my him God. so long, and then he slowly went crazy, and then going crazy, they knew that he would come up with a reason to engage the so, thing that would kill him. So they ba- basically, like, below, right below him. Or above, or, or beside or him. Whatever, but he's, like, kicking a horse, or he's, like, hitting a or horse. Or getting on it. Right, or get, wow, that is just crazy. So it didn't work out for him. Ugh. The Assembly of New York province cracked down, passing an act for preventing the conspiracy of slaves. Judges would sentence to death any slave who was guilty of murder or attempted murder. The method of execution was left up to the judge. So that's cool. That's fun. It's like a game show. It's mandatory sentencing, but you get to like have fun. With Welcome that. to How Are You Gonna Die? Uh, this didn't stop a slave revolt in 1712 when about 25 slaves set fire to a building in New York and then waited for whites to rush in and put it out. At least nine whites were killed and seven wounded. So they lit a building on fire and then just the knowing knowing the white would the white go guys in, would rush in to right. stop it and then they just fucking kill. Okay. Them. Arson uh, with a side of murder. Right. Arson with a side of murder. Soldiers were sent to put the rebellion down, and the slaves were driven into the woods. They tried to survive without food or water or proper clothing for that environment, which usually... You need clothes. Not great. Or yeah. food. Yeah, food also too. water. Water. You know, actually, let's go number one, water. Some finally uh, gave up, while others shot themselves or slit their own throats. Arguably giving up. Uh, I think all giving quitting. up. Quitting. Okay. Also quitting. Early phrase. Yeah. Some, some uh, physically gave up and... And Others completely gave up. Others really gave up. Must, yeah. Super gave up. I'm giving up. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I meant I was going to oh sit for 15 minutes. Oh, James. Uh, New York then cracked down on slaves, jailing over 70 in two weeks. Some of them weren't even from New York and had been outside the city when they were grabbed. I'm a little confused. So they're arresting slaves for what? So just, there's 25 slaves. Yeah, there's 25. So, so now they're like, just arrest So now there's all. any slaves. Yeah. But then if you're arresting slaves in New York. Well, that's are, where it happened, right? So so they're, they're, I mean, they're assuming, and probably rightfully so on some level, that the 25 didn't have help. Right. Right. So they're assuming that there are others. So they're, you know, just arresting. They're just rounding up. Okay. Tons of them. Look, right. there's there's thousands, there's probably maybe there's far more than a hundred here. There's there's right. lots of sure, slaves sure, sure. at this point. Right. Less than two thousand, more than you know. Okay. Uh, Twenty one slaves were then executed under the new law. The governor wrote, "Quote: Some were burnt, others were hanged. One broke on the wheel, and one hung live in chains in the town, so that there has been 
The most exemplary punishment inflicted that could possibly be thought of. Just, we are just monsters. (laughs) How can a man... How is that ever? How is that ever something that like someone yeah. was like bully? Do you know those little um, things you have on Halloween where you pull the string and the the pop the little? You mean party poppers, Dave? Party poppers. I feel like at the end of this, he shot off a party popper, <laughs> and then one guy behind him's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ! But the governor did stop a lot of the seventy from being killed, as he was convinced they had done nothing wrong. So he actually. There is right. a justice in this weird world of non-justice. I mean, clearly he killed a few of the 70. Yeah. But, uh, so, the 1712 revolt cast a long shadow. It led to Pennsylvania making it more difficult to import slaves, and Massachusetts uh, banned them. New York made educating slaves forbidden. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, excuse me! You weren't just teaching that man, were you? Uh, yeah, I would like him to help with the children. Uh, Give me that book. Reading. Get him out of here. Whoa, 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 no whoa, more whoa. teaching him. What you forget everything he just told you. What does that have to do with the barn fire? Excuse what? Uh, that's it. Beat the shit out of him. What? Yeah, both of them beat him. No, no, no. That'll teach you to try to teach him. Hold on. I'm, I'm teaching you. I'm and don't you pick up a lesson from this, sir. You're not to learn any new facts. They said this because, quote, it would be a means to make a slave more cunning and apter to wicked, wickedness. Ugh. Or just reading that he shouldn't be uh, owned. Yeah, knowledge. No, we, he can't have knowledge. Right. That's power. And, you know, that always works. Yeah, always. That's a permanent solution. Yeah. And the state assembly passed an act requiring anyone who freed his slave to post a $200 bond guaranteeing that the freed man... Would never become a troublemaker. So basically, <laughs> quite a contract. if you free a slave, you have to put down a deposit that he won't become an asshole. He promised. Uh, and newly freed slaves were not allowed to own property. Okay. But more rebellions would come. In the 1730s, slave uprisings broke out. A rebellion in South Carolina led to 25 white pe- people being killed. Then, in 1740, rumors spread through New York that slaves had plans to murder their masters by poisoning the water supply. And New Yorkers started buying water from street vendors. Okay, well, that... <laughs> so, so, this is... By the way, this, this, this is where it takes a turn, because this is actually just about bottled water. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> this is about Fuji and Avion. Oh, good. Nestle. Yeah. Yeah, just, just, I mean, it's, it honestly, it's just like, just like we didn't have enough shit on our plate, right. then like, they, we fired the chef. <laughs> In 1741, New York had a population of 12,000, 2,000 of whom were slaves. England was fighting with Spain. Uh, rumors of slave plots were everywhere. And to make things worse, the winter of 1740 to 1741 was bad. So bread was hard to come by, uh, and food, and everything was expensive. Misery was everywhere. People began to express dissatisfaction with the government. Everyone was tense. Everyone was was worried. New York was a tinderbox. Okay. And then came bottled water. (laughs) In February 1741, someone broke into the tobacco shop of Robert Hogg. Stole items, including several silver coins. Okay. Hogg said a sailor named Christopher Wilson, who everyone knew liked to hang out with blacks, uh, had seen Mrs. Hogg counting coins. Okay. 
Dope. So, so this guy's putting two and two together. Yeah, this guy hangs out with black people. He saw her counting. Come and, on. And clearly, uh, him it being a shop, no one knew he had coins except for the guy who saw him. No, no, no. Businesses don't often have that. They question Wilson. How will I pay for it? Oh, I never thought about that. Feet! <laughs> Wilson then admits... Let me look at your feet. <laughs> here they are! Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, take this pipe. Oh, here's all the money. Oh, yeah. Wilson uh, admitted that he had told two slaves about the coins. So, right now the story is this guy, this sailor, goes into a tobacco shop. He sees a lady counting coins, and then he goes and hangs out with a couple of slaves and said, I saw a lady counting coins. Theft telephone. Wilson also said he had gone to a tavern the day after the burglary and seen those same two slaves named Caesar and Prince. Scape with, and goat. With a hat full of coins. Yep. Nothing weird there. <laughs> Wish we had money to buy a wallet. So far, this story is super plausible. Yeah. There's no way Wilson stole the stuff. Yeah, no. H- hat full of coins. <laughs> the uh, slave. <laughs> they keep their coins in a hat. They're very strange. <laughs> No one tell them what wallets are. <laughs> they were arrested. John Hewson owned the tavern uh, where the slaves received with their... Where the hat coins were happening. Just a couple of, just a couple of slaves with a hat full of coins mm-hmm. in, Nothing a, weird. in a bar. Yep, in the 1700s. Nothing to see here, folks. Hewson was a copyloid. Cop- they need to invent records to make them scratch. <laughs> Houston was a cobbler who had moved to America but couldn't make a living with his chosen profession, so he opened a tavern. The tavern was where blacks, sailors, prostitutes, and other uh, of the lowly people hung out. Okay. Respectable New Yorkers didn't like the place, and especially when things were tense, because they didn't like the idea of all those people hanging out together and talking. Uh huh, right. Really after 1712. Yep. Don't want them chatting. That's where ideas come from. Right? So to them, this is where the poor whites and the blacks could conspire against them. Right. Anyway, uh, Houston was held for a while, and his tavern was searched, and they found nothing. That's when 17-year-old Mary Burton got involved. She was the 17-year-old Irish indentured servant of Houston. Always a fun position. The bar bar owner's 17-year-old, and we've talked about, they're basically basically slaves themselves at that point, indentured servitude. Like intern slaves. Yeah, she probably was fucking bought or brought over when she was 10, right. and she's been no rights. working with this guy right. who may be banging her. Sure. Uh, and uh, either way, she's probably not treated that well right. in her bar hole. Excuse me? Uh, bar hole. Not her hole. The place I'm calling a hole. Pardon? Not on her body. The, I'm calling the tavern a hole. Which part? I gotta go. <laughs> Mary told someone she knew about the theft... And was brought in for questioning. She said she was scared of Hewson and was then given protection by the authorities. At that point, she could talk freely. She said, Hewson often took stolen goods from slaves. And she said Hewson's wife knew everything and his daughter and a prostitute named Peggy Carey. So she's throwing a bunch of people out of the bus. Sure. She's talking. Yeah. She's very 17. Houston denied the accusations and said his servant, Mary, was just making trouble for him. Eventually, Mary directed the constables to a big pile of stolen goods buried under the tavern. All right, so he's... Incriminating. He's taking shit. Yep. The city of New York was becoming very nervous and upset about this story. Mary Burton went before a grand jury to testify about the Houstons. All juries at that time were made up of landowners and rich uh, peeps. Okay. 
That's when a fire broke out in the city, and then another. The fires brought back memories of 1712. Many of the players were now related to the players back then, right? So Uh children of parents, the actual people, Uh children of slaves, same slaves, all that stuff. Um, uh, There were fires at uh, Fort George, Warren's house, and Van Zandt's storehouse, and these reminded everyone of the fire that started. Not Van Zandt's storehouse. They were just getting going. Ah, Damn it. All his his guitars gone. Oh, shit. And piles of music. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I was excited to hear Hatful of Coins play. Those guys are great. Uh, So I was reminded of the the fire that started the 1712 Rebellion, right? Uh Uh-huh. Everyone. The prosecutor started pressuring Mary to say anything she knew about the fires. Okay, so, all right. All right, so someone's made a left turn. Yep. Finally, she said the fires were a conspiracy between blacks and poor whites to burn down New York. Finally is an interesting starting (laughs) word. (laughs) But the prosecutor wanted more information, so he threatened to put her in jail if she didn't keep talking. Okay. Now I'm saying stuff like prosecutor, but it's actually like the town rectory, and I didn't want to get into it because it's it's a prosecutor, basically. Okay. Investigator, prosecutor. So he threatens to put her in jail if she doesn't keep talking. Okay. So she's already made up shit. So now she's and really got to get now inventive. Now he's like, hey, really get into some stuff. This is the original making a murder. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> so uh, she talked. She charged uh, the slave Caesar Prince, Caesar and Prince, and the Houstons and the prostitute Peggy Carey with plotting to burn down New York City. Okay. But it's she, bullshit. Well, it's a 17-year-old girl. Right. She threw in that Peggy was sleeping with Caesar for good measure, right? So now there's a white lady banging a black guy. Unbelievable. Uh, Unbelievable. S- uh, Sarah Hewson uh, was thrown in jail with her nursing baby. That's a pretty picture. The, the, it, 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 it's nice that, I will say this, it's nice that we shifted away from making the kids go with the parents into jail. <laughs> Seems like that was a no-brainer, but it's good to know that we eventually curbed it. We've made some great strides. Yeah. What are you in for? I was just a baby. My mom fucked up. Yeah, I live here now. What's the sun? My my place. I like our hole. Excuse me? That's right, pee and poo. I'm a baby. Oh, excuse me? There's just a hole in the ground. Oh, God. That's also where I play. No, no, no. Uh, he loves it. He's, <laughs> he plays in there all day. He's happy. He loves the toy. Loves the hole. Yeah, he loves it. Oh, was that hole in the toilet? Yeah, it's a toilet hole. That's a toilet hole. And it's a play hole. It's a toilet and a play hole. So they kept pushing Mary. And she talked more. She named two slaves, Quack and Cuffy. So, okay, now that we've gotten two more of the names, are these... Uh, is there any way to be less respectful over the names you're giving them, maybe? I don't know. I mean, why are, are these... But And how... I, honestly, I don't even know how that works. Okay, Cuff, Cuffy is, I think... It was I believe I recall reading this was based on a version of an African okay. name. Now Quack is just fucking bullshit. It's quack, <laughs> and this is Quack and his pet duck Roger. Uh, Mary went on to say, so she says they were in Quack. Home. Mary wanted to say the plan was to burn the city down, kill all the white people. Oh, not all of them, uh, all the white men. And after they were going to set up a new government where Houston would be a king. And the white women were to be given out to the black men. You know, as so, far as plans go, uh, it's aggressive. It's, it's ambitious. Very aggressive. It's an ambitious plan. Uh, it's definitely a new government of kings. Sorts. Kings are interesting. Yep. 
Um, you know, it's going to create. It's a jo- an it's interracial gonna, city. That for sure. This is where we're for going. sure. Um, and by the way, how great is it that they're like? Can you believe it? The idea that a, a race is going to control us like that? No rights. Living in a world like that. The nerve. <laughs> they can't be talking. Uh, so the grand jury found cause for uh, for a trial, right? Sure. Caesar and Prince were the first to go on trial and were quickly convicted in the theft case. Okay. On May 8th, they were sentenced to death. Uh, mm. Don't steal. Thou thou shalt not steal. That's, I guess You've it is. It, it was on Moses' tablet, well, so it, it has to be true. He wasn't kidding around with no. it. No. Well, that, those weren't even his words. I would imagine, you know... Theft. They, they played a stiffer price for being black guys stealing from white people, I would imagine. How did they plead to being black? That's a good question. Not guilty? The next day, seven barns caught fire in the city. Well, oh no. Two blacks were seen running away and were caught and were burned at the stake right there. They were like, all right, we'll do this here. Again, what an insane thing to be like, look at, uh, you don't light fires, light them on fire. I love that that happens while they're doing a grand jury. Yeah, right. To find out yeah, what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Some stuff we cut corners on, other things we do the right way. We had to find them guilty in the field, Your Honor. So at this point, the city's pretty much gone batshit crazy. Caesar and Prince were... You can't get under arrest for running from fire, too. You can. <laughs> it's happened. I was scared. Well, well then we're... you're going to die You die for that by fire. Weird twist. Uh, Caesar and Prince were hanged on May 11th. Until their final moment, both men denied any knowledge of a conspiracy. Because of this so-called stubbornness, Caesar's body was hung in chains for public display. So he's like, I didn't do it. Well, then we will hang your body up for a long time. But I didn't. What what world, like, are you comfortable walking by a hanging body no matter what oh, it's color a me- it is. it's a message it's like a it's like a sign it's like hey don't forget we're recycling as much as possible or like hey there's a drought on it's like that except it's a it's a dead guy sure okay right so it's like drippy the drought drip i'm saying that they no one was making, here. what i'm saying is no one was making banners back then right okay fair and so this is a banner sure sure but it's a dude sure right a uh, manner right it's a manner on April 6th, another fire at uh, Felipe's storehouse. This time, spotted just as it started, and uh, now vigilantes are roaming the city, attacking any black man who was unfortunate enough to be out. Oh, God. The prosecutors reported many people had, quote, many people had such terrible apprehensions, and indeed there was cause sufficient that several Negroes who were met in the streets after the alarm of their rising were hurried away to jail, and when they were there... They continued some time in confinement before magistrates could spare time to examine into their several cases how and for why they came there. So they're just fucking locking up black dudes now. Yeah. And then when seeing they... if they're and then seeing if they're guilty. Right. Or if they where they were or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well that's remember, that's the right order to process. These aren't just this is also complicated by the fact that they're locking up white guys' property, right? Right. Yeah, that's what I was going to say earlier. Essentially, they're they're taking away a guy who who is owned and yeah. is property does a job. Yeah. Right. So it's it's. I think everyone's getting really freaked out and tense. They ignored the fact that uh, slaves had helped put out the first fire at uh, the Van Zandt storehouse. 
Like just conveniently just sure. But maybe maybe there was reason to. Two of the fires occurred on the anniversaries of the days that the seventeen twelve plots were hatched. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, it could look a little complicated. Uh huh. Uh huh. And uh, the fires attacked property owned by the most prominent members of the court party, which is like the jury or the people involved in the prosecution. Okay. Authorities ordered the militia to keep the city under watch. Every night for the next three months, 25 men would patrol from dusk till dawn. Uh, Quack was now being interrogated. Okay. He was one of the slaves Mary had said was in on it, and he had been seen, heard, he had been seen, heard, seen and heard singing this song. Ready? I'm going to sing it. Okay. Fire, fire, scorch, scorch, a little damn it by and by. Look. So he's just cruising down the street singing. <laughs> guilty, guilty, put me in jail. I need jail now. Either he's sh- like shit, shit ton stupid or he's super cocky. I still even think if you're stupid. Stupid, you know that you can't do that. But he might just be like super badass, dude. Or it's just a lie, right? Maybe. Well, okay. So when they interrogated him, he said the song was about a recent naval victory. So he was singing this song. He was singing this song. I mean, come on. He was singing the song. You've got to, you've got, just think it. Hum it. <laughs> well, he said the song was about a recent naval victory by Admiral Vernon in the war. He knows the world. You, the world, you, the, the white people you're around don't have time for rationale. Well, come on. This is bullshit. He, it's total he, he bullshit. Knew what he was doing. It's total bullshit. But you're playing the game of bullshit. Yeah, he is playing the game of bullshit. I mean, you got to like, you can't, in the, I mean, you know, I can't, I'm not, that would be like evoking Trump's name, like just walking down the street well, in certain areas. Here's the thing, because it actually did match Admiral Vernon's victory in the war, they released him. I'm completely shocked. Uh, though the prosecutor didn't believe a word of it. He was certain the city slaves were trying to start something because of the rebellion of 1712. He took Quack's song to mean the slaves were rejoicing over the fires. He was also very obsessed with a laugh Quack was said to have let out at the end of singing his song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that laugh! It burns! It burns in me! <laughs> and his little duck friends with him. <laughs> That's right, Quackers. Uh, Saturday, April 11th, the Common Council convened and the prosecutor made his case. The council offered a reward of £100 to anyone who would reveal who the men were. Right, so they want to find these firefuckers. Yep. They then, so basically, they're like, "Come sell lies for a hundred pounds." Yeah. They then conducted a search of all the houses in the entire town. People were stopped at intersections and not allowed uh, to move from them until the search was over. So they fucking shut down the town and they searched all the houses. Uh, they were hoping to find a stranger up to no good, or some evidence, or even stolen goods, but none of that happened. Though two slaves were arrested for having. Goods improper and unbecoming the condition of slaves. So they were arrested for having things that slaves shouldn't have. Yeah. Nice things. Yeah. These are too nice. That, that's exactly You're going to jail. Yeah. Sorry. Ooh, what is this? Oh, boy. A uh, book and a nice spoon? Oh, boy. Ooh. I wish I hadn't found this spoon. This is. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. This fingers. is. Yeah. Yeah, you got. Jail for you. You got five spoons on each hand. You should be using, my man. And what's that? A nice poster on your wall? Yeah. Jail. <laughs> 
So Quack and Cuffy were arrested and put on trial, uh, prosecuted separately on charges of conspiracy and arson. But wait, didn't wasn't yeah, Quack just? I think the so the prosecutors just got a bug up his ass yeah. and he's okay. Remember that laugh? Yeah, that was yeah. awful. Uh, they had no defense lawyers. And, it's a crazy laugh he had. Yeah. So no defense lawyers. The juries are made up of landowners whose property is now being destroyed or threatened. Well, I mean, did they ask if anyone was biased? That's true. I'm sure they did. Yeah. No. Nope. My barn burned down. Why would I be biased? Do you have any bias? Guilty. I mean, no. In some instances, their actual property had been destroyed and they were on the jury. Yeah, well, that's... So you can say that's going to Yeah, it's probably... It's not good. Uh, a lawyer would be helpful yep. in a situation like that. So... I don't know anything about the law because you wouldn't let me read books. Defend yourself in our complex system. They had no lawyers to defend them for the simple reason that no lawyer in New York would do it. Quack and Cuffy had to defend themselves. To bolster the statements of Mary Burton, the attorney general got a thief in prison to snitch on Quack and Cuffy. Even though it was forbidden by law for a convicted felon to testify... The snitch took the stand and said that Quack and Cuffy had admitted to starting tons of fires on the orders of John Hewson while they were in prison with him. Jeez. That's, so, you hear that statement and you're like, thanks, asshole. Yeah, you are a real piece of shit. They'll uh, also probably kill you. So Quack and Cuffy denied the snitch's testimony. Okay. They said they had not admitted to anything to the snitch and they had set no fires. Of slaves, the judge said, quote, many of them have a great deal of craft. Their unintelligible jargon stands them in great stead to conceal their meaning so that an examiner must expect to grope through a maze of obscurity before he can be able to fix those creatures to any certain determinate meaning. In other words, uh, they don't know how to talk court talk. Right. Because they're slaves. Grope through a maze of obscurities? Yeah. Wow. It's going to be my campaign slogan. Sounds, I, I was going to say, it sounds a little, sounds a little locker roomy. <laughs> uh, so uh, Quack's owner also testified for him, as did uh, Cuffy's master. They, that didn't matter. They were both found guilty on all charges and were sentenced to be burned alive at the stake. It is just... Uh, 1741. Yeah. The authorities held off on the execution, hoping to get more out of Quack and Cuffy. They, uh, but the two insisted they didn't know anything about any plot. They were then executed on May the 30th. The judge, quote, About three o'clock, the criminals were brought to the stake, surrounded with piles of wood ready for setting fire to, which the people were very impatient to have done, their resentment being raised to the utmost pitch against them. And no wonder. <clears throat> I think that's their version of And how? Oh, gosh. So they burned those guys alive. I mean, that's just how you do it. That is such a horrible... That's how you do it. <sighs> Authorities made one last attempt to get information, right? Is they're about to be burned alive, right? <laughs> That's, this is, you're, enough. Se- Leave them. them. Fuck off. They separate them, and, and then they tell them the other guy had confessed, and they'd be spared if they told the truth. Uh. So they're both like, oh, way out. I can be alive. And they both... Named Hewson as the guy who came up with the plot. So now they've who, fucked over the bar owner <laughs> because they just want to live. I know, but but it's like, I, I, I mean, honestly, it's just 
you the people who are in charge of quote unquote investigating this you have to know that it's bs on some level even no, if sir. you even if you can't fathom people, it it's like people you, don't lie when they're facing being burned alive uh, where that, would you come up with such an idea and also it's such a mess up like your last five minutes of life to be like freedom no i'm just kidding get back up there <laughs> well it's like the sheriff uh then uh brought them back to jail okay oh no wait he didn't because a crowd that had gathered went insane and by insane i mean they were both put on stakes and burned alive oh okay there we go i was now the Houston's and the prostitute Peggy Carey were put on trial. Even though Quack and Coffee's confessions were clearly made to just save their lives, witnesses testified about their last statements that pointed the finger at John Houston. Houston. I mean, witness, like I witnessed the statement that was bullshit. Well, that's uh, enough for me. Ooh. I seen him right before he almost got burned to death. I seen him say the other guy did it to save his life. Your Honor, I call no further witnesses. So Everyone saw this statement. This is actually not even allowed. It's not allowed in the courts. Yeah. Because slave number one, slaves are forbidden by law to bear witness against whites. So a slave by law could not point the finger at Houston. We made an exception. <laughs> this time this time they're good guys. And he, hearsay is banned. Like they're not even allowed Total to Total hearsay. That's what I was going to Even yeah. at this time they're like that's fucked up. Yeah. Like, even, and it's not even it it's like it, yeah, it's like a couple yeah. degrees off of hearsay. No, even, even even when they're burning people alive, they're like, you know what? You shouldn't be able to just fucking blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And kill a guy. Yeah. And you can't come into court being like, someone else said this. Well, that's enough for me. Unfortunately, no one had a defense attorney because no defense attorney wanted to help. So there were no objections made. Time to burn a couple <laughs> of those guys at the stake. The snitch was brought back. This time... I got more to say, sir. He swore that Mrs. Houston and Peggy Carey had confessed their guilt to him while they were in prison. Of course. Because he's kicking it with everybody. Yeah. Mary came back and told her story about the plan to burn the city and pass around white women. This is the prosecutor's final statement to the jury. Oh, God. Gentlemen, such a monster will this Houston appear before you. He, murderous and remorseless, he, infamous Houston. This is the man... This, that grand incendiary, that arch-rebel against God, his king, and his country, that devil incarnate and chief agent of the old Abaddon of the Infernal Pit, and Geryon of Darkness. Oh, God. I mean, I don't read the Bible, so yeah. I, I don't know if I said well, then, and then, and then, it. Could be Geryon. Well, and then it's like, all right, Mr. Houston, you're like, ah, ladies uh, and gentlemen of the... I, Defense is no. I obviously I don't have a law degree and I don't know anything about this. <laughs> but uh, please don't um, uh, run, run. I'm shackled. <laughs> the Houston's and uh, Peggy Carey were found guilty and hung within the week. <sighs> John Houston's body was displayed in chains beside Caesar. Sarah uh, Houston, the daughter, was locked in a dungeon. She's the one with the baby. Mm-hmm. Locked in a dungeon with her baby uh-huh. to think things over with the hope that she would reveal the truth at some point. 
So they put her and a baby and a baby in, in a, a dungeon. dungeon until she has new information. Yes. How do you think that's going to go? It sounds like a revelation forcing environment. Prosecutions against black con- blacks continued. On June 20th, the governor of New York said, quote, if the truth were ever known, there are not many innocent Negro men. And it is thought that some Negroes of the county are accomplices and were to act their part there. Yep. Yeah, you know, it spread like fire through the black community. Mary Burton, as usual, stepped up. She's the real fire starter. <laughs> as, the word, as the trials went on, her word became gold. And her accusations got bigger and bigger. Now whites, as well as blacks, were being incriminated. Interrogations were happening all over. Pardons were promised to those who confessed by July 1st, which led to confessions which led to more people being accused, and then those people would confess and accuse others. So it is a race to bullshit. It is a chain reaction of fear and survival of just you're, pure you're literally You're literally saying, if you have any information and you tell us by July 1st, you're okay. All those people give the BS information so that they don't get affected. Yeah. All the people who probably were like, well, I'm not going to do that because that's messed up. Then they get jailed, and they're like, what do you know? And then they're like, well, shit, I want to leave jail, so I know this. Yeah. And then you just have a mound of bullshit yeah. and ultimate power. It's piles of nonsense. Yeah, just piles upon piles of nonsense. <clears throat> I mean, you really, well, all you're really doing is just g- gathering that everyone was guilty. <laughs> yes. That's Eventually. Right. Uh, uh, this is, quote, called an epidemic of mutual incrimination. And it led authorities to suspending the courts for the rest of 1741 because there's nowhere left to lock up the criminals. Ugh. And it was becoming very confusing. The webs of accusations were tangled, and it was yeah. hard for authorities to keep track of who was doing what to whom. Honestly. No, 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 wait, that's the guy who did it. No, that's the guy who told us the other guy did it. Oh, boy. Whoa. Oh, boy. <clears throat> and rich, rich men were losing so many slaves, they didn't know how they'd get by. Thankfully, the fires had stopped. Oh. So, so we, found what? A po- we found a positive. This made the powers that be think the conspiracy to burn down the town and have all the white women was smashed. So they think they stopped it. Yeah, but they stopped the plan that didn't exist. Or maybe it did. Okay. Yeah, talk about hearsay. I mean, I mean, we do have like a bunch of buildings burned down. Like there is an arsonist loot for sure. But the I, but I think there's a is little a bit of a probably a little bit of a jump between that and then saying that there's a king who's going to be throwing well, out white women like Oprah does cars. Look, you get a whitey. You get a whitey. This seems like maybe there was an arsonist. Like yeah, a guy who likes to jerk off to fire. There's an ar- exactly, and then they went crazy. Or. The other, the other all that is that it, it is a guy who's mad that his dad got killed in 1712 and he's doing shit. R- but a conspiracy? No. Yeah. And regardless of either scenario, <clears throat> there's still no justification for this. Well. You're looking for like, you're, I mean, they're honestly looking for like an underground arson network when it's just probably one guy who's like you're saying, either pissed yeah. or weird or both. But then a letter. So there, it's all calmed down now, right? Yeah, okay. Then a letter came from James Oglethorpe, the governor of Georgia. He was having trouble with Spanish agents along the border with Florida. Right? So they're at war right now. Now this Spanish dude's fucking up to shit, especially trying to get the American American Indians to fight with them against the... Is it too late to get Florida away? No, we can do it. They were said to be stirring up the slaves and promising freedom. Okay. 
The governor was convinced Spain was trying to undermine English authority in the colonies. The letter warned the lieutenant governor of New York that, quote, the Spaniards had employed emissaries to burn all the magazines and considerable towns in English North America, and that for this purpose, many priests were employed under pretendable appellations of physicians, dancing masters, and such like occupations. I'm sorry, dancing masters? Yeah. Isn't that a show on Bravo? Uh, It's going to be. Hopefully. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so now there's a bunch of priests running around uh, who apparently are uh, undercover. Undercover priests. Uh, they're spy priests, and they are there to priests. Uh, get the slaves to uh, burn shit down. So just so just as they think it's all good and, and good, and then this letter fucking rolls in. Then they find out about the undercover priests. Right now we got a priest situation. Well, we thought we were fine. <clears throat> So it's back on. No one questioned Oglethorpe's letter. It was just considered fact. They started a hunt for undercover priests. Oh, oh my God, Dave. Although I think, I, I, I mean, there's just, going into doing this podcast, there's no way that I would have ever thought that statement would have had truth to it. <laughs> oh, my God. But isn't that a TV show, Undercover Priests? Under, uh, the, the, but also, not just undercover priests, guys hunting undercover priests. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of it's delicious hard, layers to this shit cake. It's a hard thing to find an undercover priest. <laughs> undercover. <laughs> Do you believe in God? No. Yes. Shit. No, the other one. The other one. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, this one just keeps going. Yeah. Good. Great. Well, we're having a fun dig. It's been a good week. They came up with school teacher John Yuri. He just happened to turn up in New York a couple months before the fire started. He also knew Latin and enjoyed discussing theology. Well, you're guilty. Uh, then Mary Burton, who had said absolutely nothing about John Yuri before this. <laughs> no, all no, the mo- no, no. All the months she'd been. Stop in, talking to these her. trials. No. Uh-huh. I've seen him too. Said. He was the actual beha- power behind the entire slave That's conspiracy. Him, the man I just found out about today. That's the head of the serpent. There he I is. I knew it all along. You know you're not going to jail anymore, right, Mary? Uh-huh. They all did it. All the ones you said, they did it. So Yuri is arrested and brought to trial with no defense attorney. Well, so these... What are the defense attorneys? They just, none of them will take anything related to this because they will be vilified. Yeah, they just don't. They're like, Ah, fuck that noise. The prosecutor went after his Catholic religion first, calling it, quote, a murderous, puppish religion. (laughs) Unlike Christianity. Popish, popish, papish. I think it should be papish. But anyway, popish religion. Okay. Uh, Right. That was, quote, not only lawful, but meritorious to kill and destroy all that differ in opinion from them. Mm-hmm. Unlike, it is. Unlike it, you. It, it is. I mean, it is unbelievable. Yeah. To be like, you are trying to control too much. I, so we'll kill you for trying to take control. And they welcome to the court of irony. <clears throat> he said Catholics had many, quote, juggling tricks in their hocus pocus bloody religion. Uh, <sighs> fucking Protestants. Um... But again, it mostly came down to 17-year-old Mary's testimony. Uh-huh. She said, I'm back with more gossip. Hi! I like being popular. Yep. She said Yuri had put off burning the English church once. Can you imagine just saying inflammatory things just to get attention? 
She said Yuri had put off uh, burning the English church once because there weren't enough people in it. Oh gosh. He was actually. She actually said that he was waiting for better weather. So and and there's no. <laughs> Would more people be in the church? So there's no, like, nobody's fact checking. Oh no, she, there's no. There's... She's just like, like at some point, it's almost impossible for everyone to have told her all these things because at some point people will realize don't tell her anything right but instead she's still like i don't know i guess people just think i have a trusting ear he wanted the most people to die well the fact that she was like oh no he's in charge like that's yeah oh maybe we shouldn't yeah but to them they're like good good more mary more keep feeding the beast so um uh now so what this spell check so oh so then yuri gets his chance to defend himself right right and he questions her but he apparently didn't know about all of her previous testimony and other trials or else he would have brought up he didn't yeah. even go near it uh and he would have just ripped her to shreds sure so this was his this is a little bit of his questioning uh yuri you say you have seen me several times at Houston's. What clothes did I usually wear, Mary? I cannot tell what clothes you wore, uh, particularly, Yuri. That is strange. You know me so well. Um, I've seen you in several clothes, but you chiefly wore a riding coat and often a brown coat trimmed with black. I never wore a coat, such coat. So that's how that went on. Uh, very convincing testimony. <laughs> By the way, if you're her, you just go, that outfit. <laughs> I know. What was I wearing? That exact uh, outfit. A brown hat and a white uh, I, shirt. And I don't hat. own any of... Uh, no! I should have asked this. Uh, no further questions, Your Honor. Can we... Uh, un- uh, Your Can Honor, we sh- is there an undo? What's the undo button we have here? Two Tell more- the little typey lady. Two more witnesses came forward. One was a guy who had been implicated by Mary and was given a pardon for testifying. The other witness was a young Sarah Hewson, who was allowed out of her dungeon to testify. She said she'd seen Yuri, quote, making a ring with chalk on the floor, which he made the Negroes stand around and put their foot in, and he swore them with a cross in his hand to burn and destroy the town to cut their masters' and mistresses' throats. We talking about a religious hokey pokey? That sounds like that's exactly what it is. Put your left foot in, put, put your left right foot in. out, burn down the town and fuck get all the, the honkies out. out. <laughs> I would have said fuck the ladies. I, right. I think mine was a little bit better. I don't think we need to necessarily compete. I don't think that's the right environment for like fruitful uh, discourse oh, and improvisation. The government rested its case. Yuri brought character witnesses. Witnesses who placed him at other locations when he was said to have been at the tavern. I wish it was people doing fun characters. Yeah. He was convicted on August... I'm Dr. McShakey. Oh, I don't know. Oh, this has been fun. Thanks, guys. I've always wanted to do that. (laughs) So he's convicted on August 29th. He made a speech affirming his innocence and forgiving uh, the prosecutors and was then hanged. John Erie was the last man executed as part of the criminal conspiracy to burn down New York and have sex with white women. <laughs> Some prominent citizens, particularly those whose slaves have been killed, were critical of the whole thing. Why? They pressured authorities, authorities to stop the trials. <clears throat> then there was Mary Burton. Oh, gosh. She started turning her attacks on prominent whites. 
the attorney general was baffled by this new twist. Now that she was accusing whites, he thought her stories were wild and seemed fabricated. Mm. Mm. Oh, boy. Uh. The prosecutor, who had gone along with everything until now, said the new accusations, quote, staggered one's belief. How uh, they seem fine until now. Now it's rich white men that are getting this. Isn't how gentlemen, I think this is a, a queer situation. How deep in racism oh are God. you when, like, you're so deep you don't even know race oh. that racism exists almost? This is amazing. Like, this is this is so deep. Uh, the prosecutor then had all the minutes of the investigating grand jury with all Mary's insane accusations suppressed. This was, as he said, to protect the innocent. Really? Not at all to protect himself if people looked at her testimony as a whole and yeah. saw that he was fucking insane. The prosecutor said it was, quote, time to have a little relaxation from this intricate pursuit. This is the point after having done something remarkably stupid for months. With the clear and inevitable result ignored, as you are caught up in the minutia, you hide and deny the truth or the body of your recent work, which makes you look foolish. Could that not epitomize our media more? What are you talking about? It is insane. What? Uh, it really, like, when, when, you're, when I was watching the news, I, I, like, I, I just don't know how we are still capable of watching our news. Yes. Because they they have com- I I'm not even saying like I, I'm not saying they gave Donald Trump the election as much as no. they are so interested in reporting bullshit. It, it, outrageousness yeah. that they get caught up in it and then this le- the day after the election, you know, w- watching them the night of the election start to be sort of like uh, you know, I, I kind of saw this coming. If you look at some of these numbers, it's like, you didn't say shit. And then they also were like, we're so tired over here. We've been working around the clock. It's like, you don't get, no. That's like when a guy, that's like when an ESPN football analysis guy is like telling you something about football. And then he's like, that guy's on my fantasy team. I don't care how you feel. You are a nightmare. You are a disaster. You've ruined everything. You've poisoned public knowledge. You don't also get to tell me that you're tuckered out. <laughs> Sorry. So the proceedings ended. <laughs> Mine are theirs. <laughs> All. The provincial council claimed a day of Thanksgiving for deliverance from the conspiracy. What? Mary Burton claimed the 100-pound reward for exposing the plot. The turkey started the fires. Uh, she got it, and a note from the New York council thanking her, quote, for what? the great service she has done. <sighs> she took the money and vanished. Ah. Uh. But people still rehashed what they had done as people tried uh, to uh, figure out the truth, uh, you know, to form the truth to what they wanted to be. So uh-huh. now they're trying to, yeah, they were trying to do the thing and make it right. Puzzle time. The, the prosecutor wrote a book of his account in 1744 called "The New York Conspiracy or a History of the Negro Plot." In it, he said he was amazed anyone could have doubts. <laughs> One thing was certain: so just ugly, sticking to it. One thing was certain, an ugly past had come back. In 1712... Two 1812? Of, in 1712. Oh, okay. Two of Rip Van Dam's slaves were hanged. In, ni- in 1741, Van Dam's slave John was accused, and Van Dam's son was on the jury. 
Adolf Philippe had been a Supreme Court justice in the 1712 trials, and in 1741, his slave Amba was tried, and his nephew was on the bench. His nephew also had a slave on trial. Gerardus Beekman's son had been shot to death by a slave in 1712, and he was a witness now in 1741. The owner of that slave, Nicholas Roosevelt, had two sons on the jury in 1741. Nicholas Roosevelt's slave had been burned over a slow fire for his actions in 1712. In 1741, his son's slave was burned at the stake. The whites were baffled that the blacks had not taken the clear warning of 1712. Quote, that your streets should have been a perpetual terror to the Negroes that survived the vengeance of that day and should have been a warning to all that had come after them. Why... Why that last part? <laughs> it's a it's a it's a repeating of history uh, part. They, through their sheer terror of what had happened, and probably anger, still residual anger, recreated the situation and killed again. Oh God, we're so screwed. <laughs> <sighs> Isn't it cool how um, something about uh, eight seventeen forty one uh, killing of slaves and uh, fire terror relates to America in two thousand sixteen? Isn't history fun? What I'll tell you what's not fun is the fact that you know, like it, it even when like you're driving like. It feels now, I mean, things are definitely getting worse. I think that is safe I mean, to say. But like when I watch, like when I watch Deadwood or when I picture the 1800s and stuff, you know, you picture like, you know, there's people with like one crutches, bloody, homeless people. Uh, you know, there's a lot more violence. Driving around L.A., the, the homeless situation is so like... Oh, it's horrifying. And it's the only difference is we have cars. It's this, it would be the same if we were walking down dirt roads. It's just a lot of people begging everywhere, and they need it. And we're just... Uh, I'm very... No, but it's all fine. Uh, what's it's the plan? Fine. What's the plan? People aren't suffering economically. And now what? There's now a touch of racism out there. Oh, God. Um, I, um, there Where in are, Australia do you want to live? There are no answers. You just, we just all have to wait. I like Melbourne the best. I think maybe love Sydney. Uh, if I could live anywhere in Australia, Brisbane will be nice. I'd live in, in Melbourne, huh? I live in Melbourne. If I Great, that's where we'll Australia. move. Great. My wife won't do it because she has uh, work here. She's a doctor. Well, that's, she, can't unfor- go, she can't go to Australia. Unfortunate. She would have to go to school over again, and she's a fucking doctor. Sucks. You got to leave her behind. Facetime's like cool. happen. Facetime is an easy way to keep in touch. You know, you'll have me. You'll have FaceTime. We'll have freedom. <laughs> uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, this same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't. But we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, 
fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there.